We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Coach. Um, you guys really good rebounding this season. How rebounded tonight? Obviously, it's bound to happen, but what can you learn from this performance in the rebounding department going forward? Yeah, I think that that was a big thing. Um, they beat us to the long rebounds. You know, ball went over our heads. So, you know, it's important when the ball is shot, particularly, you know, it's shot from the perimeter. We got to get to bodies because if you run in, it's going to it's going to go long, you know. So um, I thought played really well in the first half. And then obviously we didn't play as well as we would have liked in the second half. So uh, when we came out, we had a 16-point lead. And then the first three or four minutes, we just traded buckets. And so we were playing with fire there. And then uh, we fell short in the end. Neil with another one. <laughs> Wally Zerbiak announced during a win streak. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Wally. I, he, I just, I'm very grateful that we have Breen and Clyde as our A-team. That's all I'll say. Shout out to them. Thanks, Neil. Appreciate you. Uh, Anthony Strano, the refs were absolute garbage tonight. Those no calls on heart and IQ were effing jokes. My biggest issue as far as the refereeing went was the overturned Hayward um, foul call on Barrett. And like... Even that, I think, like in the I, I said it in the moment. I was like, it. I didn't think it was a foul, or rather, I didn't think it should have been called a foul in the moment. I think it's like a just. But looking at the replay, I was like, they don't have enough to overturn it. So I guess even by that stance, like it's kind of hypocritical of me to be like it was the wrong call because again, looking at it in the moment, I was like, that's oh, not a foul. I just didn't think they had enough to overturn it, and they did. I, I don't know. We're, I, I'm, I'm not. Again, you lost to a team that has 20 wins. It's March. You can't blame the refs. As bad as they might have been, I just you know. busy. What's going on, busy? It's just one game, and overall, I'm okay. Um, <laughs> uh, with where this team is headed, but allow me to vent a little during these super chats. Vent away. Okay, here we go. I'm ready. I'm prepared, stealing myself for whenever it comes. It hasn't come yet. 
Frank Miranda, what's going on, Frank? What's up, uh, Mac? It's your boy, Frank. I saw a crazy stat today. Every year, the Knicks have had a double-digit win streak in their history. They won at least one playoff series. There that goes. Randall turns into a pumpkin when Julius, uh, when Jalen Brunson doesn't play. Uh, well, first of all, Frank, there's still a possibility they could win 10 straight, right? Still still uh, enough games to do that left. I'm not, I'm not counting on it, though. Yeah, I, I mean, there's the other stat. They've the only two times in their history previously they had two eight game winning streaks in the same season. They won uh, the NBA championship. So look, I, my, I've tried to be pretty consistent about this, even after the Boston game. Um, I was like, yes, this team could win anybody. We could beat anyone in a series. I still fear Milwaukee a lot, but I thought they could beat anybody in a series. And at the same time, I'm sure I said at one point during the Boston game, and they could still lose to Cleveland in the first round. And like, I believe that then, and I believe that now. I think they will play a lot better against Cleveland uh, if they do face Cleveland in the playoffs, which I hope they do. Um, and especially since they'll have Jalen Brunson back. But they just, you know, like Benji said, that they this is not a team that could out-talent you. They're not going to outshoot you. They win because they outwork you. And we saw what happened when they did not outwork a team tonight. So there you go. Dom Cappuccini, simply tired legs and no Jalen Brunson or reality check. I think it's much closer to tired legs and no Jalen Brunson. I don't think this team. Look, the team is good. This doesn't change the fact that the team is good. Um, But they do. I'll say this, even with the Boston game. And again, give Emmanuel quickly. And not only Emmanuel quickly, give RJ Barrett, give RJ Barrett and Emmanuel and Emmanuel quickly all the credit in the world because RJ came out in the first quarter and set the tone against a, a tough Boston team that came out like they meant it. And that was big early and then quickly brought him home with just, you know, just the game of his life that I think he's capable of having again. But so like, Yes, they overcame the loss of Jalen Brunson in that game. It does not mean that they could do it regularly. And this team is still, for as deep as they are, they are also thin. Like they need all of the guys. Like they need Jalen Brunson. They need Mitchell Robinson. They need Julius Randle. They need Josh Hart. They need Emmanuel Quickly. And they need RJ Barrett. Like they need all of these guys. Um, And for as much as Obi and Deuce were very helpful pieces tonight, like if you're relying on Deuce and Pride and Obi Toppin to win you a basketball game, like think about that for a second. You know, I mean, again, I'm not saying that that wouldn't have been the better move. I think it would have been the better move to keep those guys in there for longer. But, um, yeah. So they they need all their guys, and um, and they got to play hard and have energy. Jessica, what's going on, Jess? I was worried about this one. Yeah, you you and me both, Jess. You and me both. <laughs> I can't I can't underestimate any team. A few good things. Hart was a force. Yeah, he always is. Obi had good energy minutes. Yes, he did. And great moves from Deuce. Yeah, I mean Deuce, man. Um I it is is this is this might sound crazy. I think I'm leaning to I like we haven't talked about him much. I actually thought Mitchell Robinson had a really strong game. Um he was minus eight, but it's telling to me that he was minus eight and Randall was minus 20 quickly was minus 15. 
And there's only a three minute difference between Robinson and those two guys. Like, I think I thought Robinson had a really good game, but Deuce is, Deuce is going to get a star. I don't know if he's going to get two stars. I don't know if he's going to get one star, but he's going to get a star. Probably Hart gets the other one. Uh, maybe Obi, though. I mean, Obi was, I don't know. It's kind of tough. He was one of four from the field, but we'll see. But yeah, Deuce, Deuce is definitely going to be one of the stars of the game. Frank Luciano. What's going on, Frank? How are you? Thanks to you for the generous contribution. I wanted to be upset about the calls at the end of the game, but it should not have been that close for the refs to be a factor. Completely, completely, completely agree. There was no fire and desire tonight, and we played down to Charlotte. You know, when there was fire and desire, I, look, I, I do think, again, I thought their process coming out of the gate was fine. I think they were flat. And I think because they were flat, they were missing shots. I thought their defense was fine. They gave up, I think, 21 points in the first quarter. Um, and they gave up 50 points in the first half. Like, I don't care who you're playing. If you are if you play a half and you're on pace to give up 100 points to a team, you're doing fine. The fire and desire was there to close out the first half. Go up 16 points into halftime. You'll take that every day of the week especially when you're missing all kinds of open threes and open shots in the first quarter. The first half is fine. It's it was it was after halftime. It was after halftime. And then yeah. That was all that did it. Sam Garcia's bong water. That's good. I like that. It's appropriate for tonight. Gurgle 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 blurp blurp. Well done. Soggy Buns. What's going on, Soggy Buns? How are you? Um, thank you for the generous contribution. No JB and they looked spent, but silly mistakes and stagnant offense reminded me of earlier in the year. Hopefully, this is just a road bump for a physically and emotionally spent team. Yeah, I, I, the thing I keep going back to and people keep kind of alluding to it, I wonder if tonight was more emotionally spent or more physically spent. I mean, for Randall in particular... I Andrew types yes in the chat. Um, yeah, I think it was. I think it was probably both. Um, but definitely, like Randall, like just not a lot of no legs under his jump shot. You know, for instance, I don't think RJ looked physically spent. RJ looked fresh as a da- uh, fresh as a daisy. You know, um, quickly physically, physically, physically. So let's say quickly and Randall, they, those guys. I think. Physically, which again, you're relying on those guys to be two of your top three offensive options on a night like tonight. So when they're when they're pretty clearly physically spent, that's an issue. And then emotionally spent, I think that was that was a collective thing, you know, for sure. Sam Garcia, what's going on, Sam Garcia? Shout out to your bong water. The RJ experiment needs to end after the season. Oh my God. Sam coming with the energy. No, look, RJ had an RJ had a great first half. He had a really nice first half. The Hornets, as Benji said, upped their physicality. They defended him better. And he did not, you know, he did not respond to that great. Um <laughs> Not, I know you're not making it about this game, but I'm not. I'm not doing any. I'm not doing any of these sorts of proclamations after a game like this. No. JBRI, what's going on, JBRI? Thank you for the generous generous contribution. This team needs one. I love this comment already. This team needs one elite performance from someone every night. Usually they get it. 
Tonight, they didn't. Brunson's high percentage shots are so critical to their success. Still a lot to be excited about. Let's freaking go Knicks. Um, my favorite comment of the night. Thank you, JBRI. And it reminds me of something that I've I've said at least once recently and probably more than once recently, which is that, sure, they may be a team without a superstar, but they sure seem to get a superstar performance every night, whether it's from Randall or Brunson, who kind of take turns being the superstar on that given night. And oftentimes, even when one is being the superstar, the other guy is pretty good still, you know, like um, in against Miami, you know, like Randall was the superstar that night. Brunson still pretty damn good. Um, and then, of course, in Boston, quickly, it was quickly starting to be the superstar. So like and 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 to be fair, there has been times when RJ has been, I don't know about superstar, but he's been very like a certainly star level. So that's four different guys that they have that are capable of delivering big, 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 big time performances. Tonight, one of those guys was not in uniform. One of those guys delivered that level of performance for a half. And the other two guys did not deliver that level of performance at all. You know, and like we're talking about, again, we're sitting here, we're talking about, could you have given Deuce McBride more minutes? Could you have given Obi Top more minutes? Obi Toppin, one of four from the field. Deuce McBride, three of five for seven points. But like, you know, is that that is that the, the horse you wanted to hang your your wagon on? Um, so good, good call by you, JBRI. And correction. Oh, okay. All right. So the eight for 31 in the second half, that was specifically RJ Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, and Julius Randle. Overall in the second half, the Knicks were 14 of 47 from the field. And I do actually want to go back one more time because if RJ Quickly and Julius Randle were 8 for 31 in the second half, which I believe that, they made one, two, they made their first two shots. No, sorry. Hold on. Looking at the first quarter. Um, they made their first one, two, three shots from the field. So that means in the second half, after the first three shots, they were five of 28 to finish the game. RJ Emmanuel quickly and our, and uh, Julius Randall. And they were two of 17 in the fourth quarter. Well, there's your ball game. <laughs> there's your ball game. Okay. Um, Red Sarachek with another one. Uh, thank you again, Red. Uh, must. Mm, I got you. Got to help me out here. Um, M U S O T N. Brought to you. Oh, what is this? I don't know what this M-U-S-O-T-N. Andrew, help me out. Brought to you by Rosenblum, comma, Weiss. Um, New York Knick th- Knicks are three of 16, three and 16. Oh, here comes most underrated stat of the night. Thank Not you. most underrated, made up stat of the night. That's made what he up needs. stat of the night, made up. I should know there that by go. now because Red's been doing that. Now I'll know for next time. How about there that? You go. I'll know for next time. Again, I'm not quick on the upkeep. Made up stat of the night brought to you by Rosenblum, Weiss. The Knicks are 3-16 and 16 since 04 with Fat Joe's and MSG with 
without Tracy Morgan going for a 10th straight win. Makes you think. I'm not going to lie. I was worried with the celebrity showings tonight. A lot of B-list celebrities. No offense against Fat Joe. Sorry. Thanks, Red. Um, Dom Cappuccini with another one. Dom, you, you're, you're too much. You really are. Thank you. Brooklyn win and Miami win last night. A gentle reminder that they play that the play-in could still be a possibility if they don't answer with a two or three-game winning streak. Good luck in Sacramento. I'll be asleep. <laughs> See you guys on here on Sunday night. Yeah, I, I, I've said it a few times already, and I'll say it again. It's amazing already. Big game now, right? It's a big game. I, I'll say this. Miami has Miami and Cleveland play the next two games against each other. Miami and Cleveland play back-to-back games, I think, in Miami, or they're pretty sure they're both in Miami. Um, Wednesday and Friday... And then after that, I believe Cleveland has back-to-back games in Charlotte. So I don't know, uh, Knicks fans, uh, who are you rooting for in those games? <laughs> you rooting for Miami? You rooting for Cleveland? Or are you rooting for a split and just say I throw my hands up? Um, but yeah, the Nets aren't going away either. I I, I saw a tweet before that leads me to believe that the uh, I was about to say the New Jersey Nets. Um. One tonight. Yes, they did because they played the Hornets and the Horn or not the Hornets. Freudian slip. The Rockets and the Rockets stink. Yeah, they won 118 to 96. So nothing is over. Nothing is over. Let's get that right out of the way. Zach Horowitz going what's going on, Zach? Being gassed and no Brunson was a rough combo. Kind of impressed they came so close to winning. Two less trash calls late and maybe a win onto Sacramento. Let's freaking go next. Um, I appreciate you taking the positive attitude there. I do. Um, I, I, it's a little bit too much for me to say. I'm really impressed. They came so close to winning. That said, like for them to have overcome the shooting, that, that second half shooting display, from their three guys, their top three guys without Jalen Brunson would have been a lot. It would, that would have been a lot. It would have been a lot to ask. So I don't know. I don't know where I stand, but yeah, they're only a game up on Brooklyn now, which is not great. And maybe Brooklyn's not going to go away. We'll see. Thanks, Zach. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. 
If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Power up for springtime with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Get Factor and not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest with keto, calorie-smart, vegan veggie, and protein-plus meals on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of more than 36 quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper, but meals are ready quicker than restaurants delivery. Just two minutes. Also, eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor. Each meal has all the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to your vegan or veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Don't hesitate. Head to FactorMeals.com slash FilmSchool50 and use the code 
FactorMeals.com/school50 to get 50% off your first box. Again, that's FactorMeals.com/filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Here comes Busy. Busy's got some takes here. Uh, first of all, thank you as always, Busy. Your generosity always astounds me, um, especially since we often disagree on things. But uh, let's go. Thank you. During my first town hall, I complained about this team's offense, and the KFS crew was content to tell me a lot of offense around the league, uh, or a lot of offenses around the league, play similar offense. There was seemingly a contentness to adopt styles from other teams. Okay. Well, and thank you again, Busy. Um, well, you know what else other teams do is load management. We know if Julius Randle avail- is available, Tibbs is going to ride with him. He was winning the no Julius Randle minutes in the second half and wouldn't have had to worry about bad minutes if he was resting. Okay. Um, thank you again, Busy. This is all from Busy. Meanwhile, we had the team that we played a double overtime thriller with rest three guys and was still able to take a solid um, Cavs team to overtime and should have won if they made their free throws. I'm going to push back on that a little bit, but let's keep going. Um, another one, busy teams rest players because they're more concerned with winning playoff series and individual regular season games. At what point do we become that? I'll answer that too in a second, but I think there might be one more um, unless this is it. Okay. Here's my answer to that. For one, I think it is at least important to acknowledge that Tatum did seem to suffer a legitimate injury in the next game. Um, and that is why he sat out the game against uh, Cleveland. Al Horford is 30. What, I don't know what Al Horford is. Al Horford's very old. <laughs> Al Horford's very old and he's been sitting out back to backs all season. Um, so there, he was always going to sit out the Cleveland game. Um, and by the way, Al Horford not being there in the Cleveland game, I think is the different. I, I watched the entire second half of the Cleveland game and a little bit of the first half. I think you could easily argue that Al Horford is the reason that they lost because like their centers had open shots, um, both uh, Corn- Cornette and Muscala and they weren't hitting anything and they weren't getting the rebounds and they just like they were being badly outplayed. So I think you could argue that if Horford played that game, that they would have won the game. Now, should that make a difference? Which gets me to the bigger point that you're alluding to, which is other teams are worrying about making a run all the way, and we're worrying about winning regular season games. I think it's a tough line to walk, a tough tightrope to walk, when you are a Knicks team that is not like they don't have the recent track record in terms of recent seasons that Boston has, that Milwaukee has, um, you know, I'm trying to think of, of the, you know, that Philly has. And yet, and yet, by the way, like Philadelphia, um, I saw a tweet before. It was from Bobby Marks. You know, go check out and and again, like Joel Embiid does sit. So I, I get what you're saying. Like Joel Embiid has, been, has played a ton of minutes the last couple of games, but he also sits games. You know, like he sat the second Miami game a week ago. So like it allows him, it allows them to push him more. The issue, I think, 
is this. They have been trying to establish themselves, and I think they've done that successfully, as one of the better teams in the league, which is something that none of us thought that they were going to be able to do. They did it. They had people talking about them as a potential team making a run deep into the playoffs. They have needed everybody to do that. Because, and again, this is what I was alluding to earlier. Yes, they have depth. And like one through, you could argue like one through seven, one through eight, somewhere around that one through six, one through seven, one through eight. Somewhere there's an argument that like they are maybe like maybe the argument is this. Maybe they're like all together when you consider one through six, one through seven, one through eight. They're deeper than or as deep as any team in the league in just quality. Like they never put a bad rotation player on the floor. They never put anybody on the floor that can get exploited. All that being said, they are like they need all of those guys. So the notion of like resting Randall and the notion of like resting Brunson and the notion, like, I guess those are the two guys. Right. And by the way, I think they're kind of listening to you with Brunson. Really? This is just a Julius Randall discussion. Is it not? Because Jalen Brunson said earlier this season, if I could walk, I could play. Well, he we saw him, what was it, a few a month or so ago, whatever it was, I forget, when he sat out, I think, a, a game or two. Like, he could have he played in those games. He didn't. Um, I forget when those were. Um, and then, you know what it is? I think I might be thinking of the, the West Coast trip. So, what was it? Dallas, the three, the three Texas games, right? He was, he was warming up before those games. He sat him out. And now... He sat out these two games in a row. No MRI, no treatment other than or no like like he's just he's resting, right? So like I think they're doing what you're asking for with Jalen Brunson. I don't get the sense that like RJ's or anybody else on the roster is tired. Quickly was tired tonight because he played 55 minutes two games ago. Now you're telling me they should have rested quickly tonight? Quickly's 23 years old, you know? And like every Knicks fan and their mother was clamoring for quickly to get more minutes. Uh, not too long ago, two games ago, we played against Miami, played 21 minutes. So like, should they have like sat quickly? Like really? I, I think this is a Julius Randall conversation. And I think this is certainly a conversation we've been having for years, which is like extend Obi a little bit more tonight. I do think there was some validity to it. Cause as Benji said, felt like you could have gone with Obi a few more minutes. He clearly was the more energetic player. That said, and this is the last thing I'll say on this, and I appreciate you bringing it up because again, it's 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 fair. Randall is about to make his second All NBA team, I think, barring a real downturn at the end of the season. He is he carries a lot of weight, and. I think if Julius Randle is of the position that like, if I could play, I want to play. I just like, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm I'll, here's what I'll say. I'm not sure how that conversation is supposed to go. Like as an organization, you're supposed to force him to sit down. I guess you're, I guess busy. Your answer would be yes. Right. You're supposed to force him to sit down. Even if he doesn't want to sit down. 
I understand that sentiment. At the same time, I've been in a lot of whether it's on the Substack app or in like DMs or just texts or like a lot of chains where people this season and especially over the last several months have been like, you know what I love about this team? <laughs> we go out and we play. If guys could play, they play. And you look around the league and you look at the inconsistency and you look at like what's going on with the Clippers and you look at what's going on. I mean, that's the most obvious example, but like there are other teams too where like guys who are healthy enough to play don't play. And like a lot of those teams are struggling. And, you know, you, you, you brought up Boston and I, you know, it's like Jason Tatum, go look at like Jason Tatum's minutes this year. Like, yes, I know Jason Tatum has missed five games, but those have all been legitimate games. He is playing. He is pushing it. They are pushing it. You know, and it's not just it's not just Boston. Like there are other teams where guys are pushing it. Um, la- okay, so this is the last thing. I think it was oh Steve Clifford. That's right. The Hornets coach said before tonight's game, somebody asked him about like load load management or like you know minutes and this and that in context of of Tibbs. And Steve Clifford, who again, he's a, he's a Tibbs guy. They're best, they're great friends. So take it with several grains of salt. But he did say, like, there's a whole lot of coaches in the league who do this, <laughs> play guys like every game that they could play and play them a lot of minutes. Tibbs just gets shit for it because he has a reputation. Now, is that totally true? I don't know, but I do think that there is some validity to it. So obviously, look, I'm biased. I, I I do I appreciate the fact that when guys can play here, they play. That said, you know, we're, we're, let's see what happens in the playoffs. Are they going to look gassed in the playoffs? Are they going to lose in the playoffs because they look tired? I don't think that's why they lost two years ago to Atlanta. I just think they lost because they weren't as good. Maybe you'll be proven right this playoff situation, this this playoff time around. Um, but I. If they get the play-in week off, which we hope they do, I think they'll be all right. I think they'll be all right. Okay, that was fun. Dom, back with another one. Dom, you're too you're too much. I keep saying it. Oh, playback was a great experience, all in all. I look forward to it in the future. Yes, I look forward to having you there in the future. Good night and good luck out west. Please don't fall out of the top six. That's I. Man, I really don't want to fall out of five. I really don't want to fall out of five. <laughs> but yes, that is the at that at this point, that is the bare minimum. Do not fall out of the top six, you know, uh at any at any point. Um, you know, but yes, let's let's stay to five. Red share check with another one. You're trapped on a desert island for a year. You can either have Bill Pito doing MSG one fifty on loop or Jericho Sims sitting there dead silent. Who are you taking? Oh, Jericho Sims dead silent. And that's not a knock on Bill Pito. I don't want to listen to anything on loop. One. And two, I am someone who is I'm totally fine with like silence. I don't I don't need conversation. Which is funny because I get on here and I talk for two hours after every game. But yeah, I I, I wouldn't mind the silence. Um RJ team. Felt like we missed two potential dagger threes in the middle of the fourth by Obi and RJ with six minutes left. I know the possession you're talking about. I know the possession you're talking about. I completely agree. 
And then Randall came in, completely lost it. Yeah, there were there were moments. There were moments, and I think if I'm not mistaken, I even said it during the playback. There was a moment in the fourth where they I think they had I think maybe it's the possession you're talking about where and they got the offensive rebound. That's why they had the two shots at it. I think if they made one of those, correct me if I'm wrong, but they would have gone up by double digits and they never got that double digit lead. And that in the moment felt big. Um, In fact, you know, what the hell? We could look it up now real quick. Um, But yeah, I'll I'll look that up as we get the next uh, super chat up here. Dom Cappuccini with another one. Dom. Yeah, seriously, Dom. Thank you, man. Oh, by the way, Rick from BuzzFeed was right. The Hornets defense is much better than when we last saw them. Strong rim protection at the end. I'm serious now. Off to bed. Okay, get some sleep, man. Um, I was really impressed with the Hornets defense on the fourth quarter. Um, and I'm sorry, it was Rich, Rich from BuzzBeat. Um, not Rick from BuzzFeed. Rich from BuzzBeat. Um, but yeah, I, I like... They, Again, it's I'm not shocked by this because it's Steve Clifford and Steve Clifford knows how to prepare a basketball team. But like those guys knew what they were doing on defense down the stretch. Like they they knew where to be, they knew what to do, they knew what actions they needed to stop, they knew what New York wanted to do, they weren't gonna let New York do what they wanted to do. And that was big. That was absolutely big. Okay, here's the here it is. Seven the this is from the previous commenter. Um Knicks had RJ three and an OB three. They were up 97 to 89. There was a Josh Hart offensive rebound in between those two misses. If they made either of those, they would have gone up 100 to 89. Miss both. Big shots. Zach Horowitz tips in the locker room. Was that fun? Winning is still more fun than fun is fun. In case anybody was wondering. Robert, oh, Robert. Robert Cross, I did not know if we were going to hear from you tonight, man. It's your boy, John. I didn't have my normal energy tonight after the Boston game. I'm sorry I let the team down. Good to see all the KFS people in playback. Hashtag 53 wins. Uh, One more loss, Robert. That's all you got. And then no more leeway. Um, And then no more leeway. Isaac Duke Dowick. Mac, what do you think of Wally on the call? Trying to bait me here. That's bait. That's bait. Um, here's what I'll say. I'll try to take the easy way out. The Knicks have had like a lot of great players in their history, and the Knicks have had, and there are a lot of great like color guys in the league that do, that do color commentary. Wally is a former player, so he doesn't have a history in broadcasting. And so he's not like naturally a great color guy because he's, that, he doesn't have that history. And he also has no history with the Knicks. He's never played a game for the Knicks. So like, I just, I guess I'm more, it's more like, I'm not sure why he's our backup color commentator. Um, I'll leave it at that. Thanks, Isaac. See how I'm trying to be politically correct. And that is it. Okay. Andrew, you want to get on here before we, we get at it? Sure. What's up? I don't I don't really know. Um Yeah, I'm just so annoyed, man. Yeah. All good things come to an end, but this team 
like you said, has dropped the ball like this before. What I what I am worried about, and this is busy had said something about this, I think, either in a in the playback comments or one one comment section that like this team has been adversity tested a lot oh, yeah. this year. And um like when the last eight game winning streak happened and then it was followed by a five game losing streak and then it was winning six out of seven. Then they lost Mitch and it was losing yep. four in a row. And yep. the swings of an NBA season that exist, um, I'm still confident that when Jalen Brunson comes back, this little rest that they have after the West Coast trip will do them all really well. And that there is another high swing that will exist, even if, you know, it is now conceivable that they can lose a game in the Josh Hart era. Yeah, it is conceivable. And I do just think like, oh, look, this team has played great on the road all year long. Mm -hmm. And so like, I'm not, going to sit here and be you know afraid of the they actually have they're tied for the most road wins in the league with Boston so credit to them for that so I'm not going to sit here and be fearful of the West Coast road trip that said like I'm not saying Sacramento's a must win game I'm not saying the Clippers are a must win game but like they would do well to win one of those two games go two and two on this trip I said two and I yeah, that's go two what and I'm two saying. Go two and two on the trip. I don't even really care which of the two. Go two and two on the trip. Come back home and it gets a little bit it doesn't get easy, but it gets more manageable after that. And then you want to just put yourself in position for those. And I've said it I've, re- I've referenced it a few times. Those last eight games. Those last eight games are are manageable. I know there's a Miami game in there. I know there's a Cleveland game in there. I know there's a Washington game in there that like Washington's probably gonna be playing their butts off at that point. But like those are those are manageable games down the stretch. So Saturday, Sunday, next weekend is their last back to back of the season. Yeah, they're going to get some rest yeah. here because, again, the schedule lightens up. They're going to have some stretches where they just don't play it, like several a couple of different stretches where they have multiple nights off. So, yeah, we'll see. It's just, you know, it's just it's annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. I'm going gonna, to drive your point home real quick because they have this four game road trip. Then they have three nights off. Then they have Denver, Minnesota, Miami is a Saturday, Monday, Wednesday. Then they play Orlando on a Thursday. Then they have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off before that's the part of that eight, the the eight games in a row, that eight, those final eight games you said. So yeah, schedule lightens up plenty of opportunity for load management when you don't have a game, you know, you just survive it. All that's true. You would have liked to bank one more. You would have. It's <laughs> an all. important reminder. You can lose to anybody. You could lose to anyone. And there I'm sure right. Tibbs will be able to use that. I, we have another one snuck in. I'm sure. I'll be curious. Oh, here we go. Red Sarah check with another one. Analogy of the night brought to you by just Rosenblum, not Weiss. <laughs> this game was like eating five-day-old leftovers. Not great, but it won't kill you. Uh, I, I eat five-day-old leftovers, depending on what they are. Yeah, I got a factor box today. By the way, factor.com slash film school 50. You get 50% off your first box if you want to check it out. So I no longer need to go looking for leftovers, but yeah, I've I'm not the I'm not against or above eating leftovers. Good analogy. There you go. Um, all right. Thank you everybody. Appreciate you tuning in after a 
disappointing game. Remember, if you haven't already done so, like this video. If you are not subscribed to the channel, subscribe to the channel. Um, be back with uh, more funny games late at night or early in the morning, I guess would be more appropriate after the Kings game on Thursday. So see you then.